Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. You're listening to the Daily Market Common Podcast by Marios Hachikiriagos for Tuesday, June 23rd. I'm Cristina Marujos, and thank you for joining us at XM.com. Global markets went for a wild ride overnight after White House economic advisor Peter Navarro, probably the administration's biggest China hawk, declared that the phase one trade deal is over in an interview. That immediately knocked the wind out of the risk trade, causing commodity-linked currencies such as the Aussie stock markets to surrender a good portion of their earlier gains, while havens like the dollar and yen got a small shot in the arm. Yet, in what seemed like an exercise in damage control, Navarro quickly released a statement saying that he was quoted out of context, turning market sentiment around. The likes of the Aussie and futures tracking the S&P 500 shot back higher to unchanged levels for the session, helped by President Trump clarifying on Twitter that the trade deal is fully intact. Admittedly, Navarro striking a hawkish tone on China is hardly surprising given his views. What's important for markets is that the one who really decides whether the deal is over or not, President Trump, is sticking by it, even if it is for his own political agenda. Remember, this deal basically says China will buy U.S. agricultural products, which Trump hopes will help him with farmers in key battleground states that he desperately needs to win re-election in November. He is now trailing Biden by almost 10 percentage points in most opinion polls, so he needs every boost he can get, which is why he is unlikely to start another fight with China ahead of the election. Before the entire Navarro fiasco, markets were in a pretty good mood, and that optimistic tone seems to be returning now that the trade dust has settled. The Nasdaq closed at a fresh record high yesterday, while the defensive dollar got hammered after the daily virus numbers from the most populous U.S. states were not as alarming as in recent days. That helped calm fears of another mass outbreak, but it must be noted that these data seem to exhibit a seasonality pattern, where Mondays consistently show lower numbers compared to the rest of the week, perhaps due to some weakened effect. Hence, the risk is that we see another sharp spike in cases today that puts a lid on the market's optimism or even sparks a new wave of risk aversion. In Euroland, the preliminary PMI reading for June painted a bright picture. The big surprise was the French Composite Index, which skyrocketed back above the crucial 50 level that separates expansion from contraction, bolstering the euro and broader market sentiment. Normally, this would be interpreted as the economy returning to growth, but unfortunately, this might be an overinterpretation. Diffusion indexes like the PMIs weren't designed to measure activity after a complete shutdown of the economy, so they were somewhat flawed indicators for this current paradigm. The surveys ask how your business is doing relative to last month, so if last month's activity was almost zero, they can only move higher. That doesn't mean the economy is growing again at anything close to pre-crisis levels. A step in the right direction to be sure, but not a concrete signal about a return to growth. As for the rest of today's highlights, besides the daily U.S. virus numbers, watch out for the market PMIs from both the U.K. and the U.S. Later, during the Asian session Wednesday, the RBNZ will conclude its policy meeting. This was today's Daily Market Common Podcast. Thanks for listening at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.